You're listening to Breathe, Focus, Repeat, a podcast about business ownership and self-discovery. I'm Brooke Monahan. I help business owners get out of the cycle of overthinking and overdoing and help them build businesses that light them up and serve their life without burning them out. I love shedding light on what is really holding us back. And as an entrepreneur myself, I'm here to show you what it really takes to make it happen. Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Breathe, Focus, Repeat, which I am so excited about because I'm airing the audio from a free training that I am releasing today, uh, August 18th, when this comes out? Yep, August 18th, uh, called Let Go and Level Up. So funny story about this free training, and I want to tell you about this because it's so relevant to the material of the training. It's so relevant to everything that I talk about here on my podcast and everything that I talk about my business and um, to my upcoming program that I'm going to be launching. And so I, I wanted to tell you the story about sort of how this training came about. So I originally came up with the idea for this free training that you're about to hear a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago. And I was sitting in my car and I got this idea and I was like, oh my God, this is like the best idea that I've ever had. Okay, I need to make this and just run it as a free training. And I started to put the slides together for it um, or just to outline the material. And by the time that I got to the end of it, I was like, holy shit, like I can't just release this free training because I'm going to leave people with like this. It's going to like, for some people who hear it, it's going to be all material that they already know. Um, but that probably isn't really being applied in their business. For other people, this is going to be like mind blowing. And I can't then just walk away with no information on how to actually take this further and actually like allow you to fully step into what is really available for you as an entrepreneur. Like I can't just only do this training. And that was where I came up with my idea for Dream Biz Training Camp, which is the program that I am about to open up applications for next week. So that's the first part of the story, right? So then as I started to plan this program, I thought, okay, so I'm going to, you know, run the free training as a webinar because that's like a really standard way to do things. So I'll open up, um, you know, signups for the webinar for like a week and then I'll run the training as a webinar. And then at the end of the training, I'll tell people about DreamBiz Training Camp and everyone who comes to the webinar will have automatic access to early applications and to um, early bird pricing and early bird bonuses. And, and that's the way that I'm going to do it. And it just, I don't know, the whole time it just didn't really feel right. And I couldn't tell if it was that I was chickening out because I didn't want to live pitch the program or if it actually didn't feel right. And so I ended up deciding to do my um, call with the, the live call that I did last week where I took people behind the scenes of my launch. And I just did that because I felt like, you know, going into a launch, I really wanted to give people more opportunities to interact with me where they weren't being sold to before I just got them on like a webinar. And I ran that call. And what happened was, and this is what's happened in the past when I've done live calls, lots of people signed up for it, but didn't come live. And then when I sent out the, um, the link after the fact to watch the replay, maybe like half the people actually watched it. But when people sign up for my free training, my free offer creation training that is in my, um, I have it as a link in my bio and I have it all over my website. When people sign up for that, they always watch the training immediately. And I started thinking to myself, like, is the goal here to try to like bait and switch people to get in front of me so that I can pitch some of them on a webinar, knowing that I'm going to want to be really transparent. Like I would never tell, I would never tell you that you're not going to get pitched and then pitch you. Right. So you're going to know when you get on there, that's what it is. Um, and it's like, if, is that what I'm trying to do? Because that doesn't really feel, it just didn't feel right to me. And so I started to think, you know, I want as many people to get this training as possible. And so I'm just going to record it early. 
um, leave it open so that people can sign up for it and get it and watch it as soon as they sign up. I'm going to air the audio on my podcast so that people can get it. And I'm just going to trust the fact that the right people who walk away from that feeling like it brought something up in them where they want to take it further will then come back and apply for my program right? I don't have to convince anybody like in a, I don't have to like corner people to convince them to get into this program. And that's not what I want anyways. I only want people who are a great fit for this, who really feel like they, like there is something here, um, and something that is missing that they can move forward and, and start to show up as a more kind of whole version of themselves and more authentic version of themselves by bringing what I teach in this training further, which is what I'm going to do in my dream biz training camp. So I was like, you know, I'm just doing this fucking webinar because that's the way that you're quote supposed to do it. And honestly, I'm, if I'm being really honest, there were a little, there were some fears of if I put this out there as just like a free training where when you sign up for the training, you automatically get on the wait list for my program. Other people who do successful launches might look at it and be like, well, what is she doing? And then I'm going to be judged or something like that. And I was like, fuck that, not doing it. So here's the deal. You're going to get the training today. If this training resonates for you, if you feel like this is bringing something up for you and you are like, yes, I want to work with Brooke for three months in a super highly supportive mentorship and group coaching program to take this further, I am done being held back by my own fucking bullshit. I am done. I'm letting it go and I am ready to move forward, then there is going to be a link in the show notes where you can go and register to get put on the wait list. So you're already getting the training here, but still register so that you can get on the wait list for a dream biz training camp. And here's what that means. I am sending out private invitations to a group of people this week before, um, before I even open early bird applications. So spots will be gone. I am capping this program at 15 people at the most. So by the time that early bird applications roll around, there's only going to be a small number of spots. If you're on that early bird list, you get a week's advance to get your application in. You also get $100 off the program and you automatically are upgraded to VIP, which gets you a bonus one-on-one session, a 90-minute session with me. And you get a small group, intimate group coaching session after we close. So like a month out after we're done, you're going to get a chance to come back with me with a smaller group of um, other people who are VIPs to talk about like how things are going and how you're progressing and where you might need a little bit more support and how you can continue moving yourself forward and integrating what we learn in this program. So tons more information coming on Dream Biz Training Camp over the next few weeks. But for now, I just want you to enjoy this training and really, if you can, give it your attention and see what you can take away from this to apply to your business now and how this is showing up for you. I can't wait to see how you like it. Uh, Let me know. Hello everyone and welcome to the Let Go and Level Up training. If you were watching this, uh, don't mind my big mic and my big headphones today. I am recording this for the audio as well, hence my setup. Um, And if you are listening, I am so happy to have you here. So let's kind of just dive right in. So I really, if you have listened to me before, if you followed my content, which I am sure at this point you have if you are here, um, you probably know this about me, but I want all of us to build our dream businesses. And to me, a dream business is doing exactly what you love most, for it to feel really good doing it, to meet your financial goals, and to make a big impact, that impact that you want to have. This is the impact that I want to have, is to teach others how to do this. And it is a constant practice for me and something that I'm always working toward for myself is how do I constantly pivot closer and closer to doing more of what I love, for it to feel even better doing it, to make more money, and to have a bigger impact on others. And that is why. I am here today with this training for you. So here's what we're going to cover today. 
we're going to talk about how we tend to think about the process of creating a successful business. And if you are a newer business owner, then this will particularly ring true for you. I'm going to explain why that way of approaching your business is probably working against you. We'll review a lot of the common pitfalls that entrepreneurs fall into as a result of trying to follow that common approach and the shifts that you can make to start making massive strides forward and to fall more in love with your business all at once. So before we jump in, um, I just want to give some tips for how to make the most of this training. So for some of you, like this is going to be something that you've never thought about before, and this is going to totally blow your mind. Um, for others, you are kind of already on board with some of the things that I'm going to be talking about. And some of this may be very familiar to you, and you might feel like you already know a lot of what I'm saying. But either way, I want you to come into this training being very honest with yourself. So how are these things showing up in your business, right? Are you practicing the things that you know you need to be doing? What reframes can you take away from this training and apply to your business today? That's really what I want you to be thinking about. So this isn't about absorbing technical know-how information. You are not going to walk away from this with a like checklist of things to do. This is more so me walking you through things that are really important to understand in order for you to let go of what is holding you back. And so I want you to be listening to this and thinking constantly about how you can bring this into your business and what reframes you can take away. What would be available to you if you applied these concepts? Like really, right? That's what I want you to be thinking about. As I am talking, think about what would be possible for you if you really embraced the things that I, we are going to be discussing in today's training. So let's talk about the behind the scenes of the first eight months that I was in business. So I started my business doing something very different than what I am doing now. So what I really wanted to be talking about was really not related to my business. So I started my business as a systems and ops, like consultant, project manager. I was doing a little bit of VA work, but really not really. Like I was, I was looking for VA work, but then I would end up getting something off of like, you know, Upwork or some sort of like freelance site. And then I would end up like talking them into some sort of like systems thing. Um, and so I was doing that and I was doing some project management work as well. But what I really wanted to be talking about was in no way related to that business. And really what I really wanted to be talking about is the stuff that I'm talking about now. And a lot of the stuff that I'm going to talk about in today's training. So every time that I tried to follow strategies, um, I was Anytime that I tried to follow a strategy that I saw somebody else say was like the right way to do things, it felt like I was grinding and I hated it. Like I would try to keep myself to these frameworks that other people were teaching. I would listen to podcasts and I would absorb tons of information on what I needed to do. And I would get excited for a minute and be like, okay, I'm going to do it. And then I would create some perfect plan that I was going to follow to get it all done. And then when I went to do it, I would just lose all my motivation. And I felt like I was totally sucked out of my business. And I just... It just was not working. It was not working for me. I hated it so much that I really was having a hard time following through with it anyway. So I wasn't getting any results. And I didn't really have the faith that I needed to have in myself to branch out as a mindset or business coach. Like I always needed to pull something else more practical into it because I, I felt like I was a fraud. So it, I was trying all of these strategies and they weren't working for me. So how was I going to turn around and just call myself a business coach, right? Because if I couldn't figure out how to follow these strategies and I couldn't figure out how to get those results, then how was I supposed to turn around and teach other people about their business? So even though I really wanted to be talking about what's really holding us back and leaning more into who you really are and doing things your own way, 
I was still trying to do things other people's way. I was still trying to absorb all of the information, learn all of the things and get all of the answers. And then it wasn't working for me. And so then I was telling myself that I couldn't do what I really wanted to do. And I was staying stuck. So I was constantly trying to like bridge this gap between what I really wanted to be doing and what I was actually doing. So I had my podcast and I was talking about my experience as a new business owner and teaching about, you know, how I was approaching my life differently, how I was approaching my business to really try to make it work for me as much as possible, how I was finally going for the things that I really wanted. Wasn't talking about systems and ops. My content was very much about like, you can do whatever it is that you want to do and what is really holding you back, right? And starting and being more of yourself and all of that and how following these sort of strategies and frameworks is not what works. And so people were resonating, like the, my content was resonating for people and I was making connections, but it was like I was constantly trying to bridge the gap between that and then bringing people into my systems and ops work. And it was exhausting. And it meant that I was trying to follow a lot of these strategies and trying to get my shit together and sit down and really like dig into the to the strategy and the planning and, you know, make the content calendar and really get serious. And every time that I tried to do it, it felt like such a grind. And after five months, I totally burnt out, which was my biggest fear going into starting my business was what if I try this and I don't stick with it? Like, what does that mean about me? And what are people going to think? And in my quest to try to create this perfect business, I burnt myself out and I ended up kind of doing exactly what I was afraid of. So I have lots of lessons from this experience. And this is why I'm here talking to you today. And this is the stuff that I now work with, work on with my clients. So the first thing is that I want you to know is that it is very common to burn out when you go all in. Please know that you are not alone if you feel like you're heading toward burnout or if you have burnt out. We just aren't hearing people talk about it right? Nobody who is in the, the business development space. I mean, some people are talking about it, but overwhelmingly, no one wants to talk about what isn't working for them. People only want to talk about the things that they're doing really well and what makes them legit. So it is no surprise that we're not hearing people talk about when this shit goes wrong. You are not alone. I promise. Happened to me, happened to so many clients of mine and happened to so many other business owners who I have talked to, almost everybody that I know has gone through a period of burnout. The second thing is, this is not your fault. So the narrative that we are taught and that we hear about what it takes to create a successful business is working against us. It is not our fault that we are subject to this narrative. It is not our fault that we've internalized it, but we can let it go. And that is the beautiful thing. So not allowing that narrative to derail you is the work. And we're going to get more into what I'm talking about here. So the real work is moving forward and not allowing what people are telling you you need to do and people telling you like what's responsible and how you should move forward, not allowing that to derail you from what you know is right for you, that is the hard work of creating a business where you do exactly what you want in a way that feels good for you and serves your life and you can have your own unique impact that you wanna have. It's completely doable if you know what to look out for. So let's talk about how we tend to think about building a business. And a lot of this has to do with that narrative that I'm referencing. And again, if you think that you already know this stuff, I want you to honestly reflect on how this is showing up in your business, okay? So this is how we tend to approach building the business that we want. First of all, we identify all of the necessary steps. So we gather all the freebies, we go on Instagram, we see what other people are talking about, what other people are doing, or look at what everybody else is doing and saying, and we create the checklist of all the things that we're going to do to be legit. We create the plan, 
And then we just decide all we have to do now is just do the work according to the plan, right? We expect that doing the work will get us the result that we want because we've now created this perfect plan and we're just gonna show up and execute it. And so we think all we have to do is just do the work and then we're gonna get the result that we want. And we expect that as we get results, our beliefs will shift to reflect our new circumstances. So let me talk a little bit more about this. This is basically the way that we are taught to go about everything from the time that we are in school as kids all the way through any job that we have that is not self-employment, right? And this is what I mean when I talk about the narrative of how we get the things that we want. We are told the responsible way to go about doing things is you create a foolproof plan where you know what the outcome is going to be. And then at that point, and at that point only, do you go ahead and move forward. In school, we are given formulas, right? We are given the, the roadmap, so to speak. These are the classes that you're gonna take, they're gonna give you the homework, you're gonna put in the effort, and at the end, you're gonna get the reward, right? When in at work, it's the same thing. You show up, you're told what to do. If you do the work, then you, you know, get the promotion or whatever, you get the reward. So this is what we are trained. This is the, the approach that we are trained to take toward pretty much everything that we do. And when we hear people talk about building successful businesses, very often we hear, especially in the business development space, we hear people talking about, this is the step-by-step -step approach that I took and because it worked for me, it's going to work for you, right? That's what we're told. So it's not our fault that this is the way that we go about doing things because kind of everywhere we look, we're being told that this is the right approach. And let's talk a little bit more about what I mean when I say we expect that as we get results, our beliefs will shift to reflect our circumstances. So currently you may not know what is possible for you, right? You might not know what sort of business you are capable of building. You might not know what life you're capable of creating for yourself. You expect your progress and your plan to prove to you what is possible, right? So you're gonna create this perfect plan and then that is going to prove to you that this is possible for you to do this work. You're going to execute the plan and as you make progress, then maybe it will prove to you what you're capable of. This is the way that we want to go about doing things. Hope that you're with me so far. So we identify all the necessary steps, we create the plan and we execute the plan. The problem is that very often we don't stick to it, right? We blame it on follow through when that happens. We say we just don't have the, you know, we just weren't able to follow through. We're disorganized. We're lazy. We don't have the work ethic. Maybe we don't have what it takes. That is what we fall back on when this process doesn't work. Self-judgment and judgment of other people. We look at when this process doesn't work, we blame it on not following through on the plan. And we come up with reasons why that happened very often that we're lazy or that we don't have what it takes or that we're just disorganized and we're a mess and we need to get our shit together. Here's the problem with that approach. Okay, this is the real problem. So first thing we're gonna let go of is this idea that when we don't execute this perfect plan that there is something wrong with us. Okay, here's the problem with this approach. Dream businesses or really anything rarely come about according to plan. Almost never. Look at where you are right now, right? Could you possibly, it would it ever have been possible for you to have predicted the path that you took to get where you are right now? The reality is that we need to try things to learn what we like and don't like what works and what doesn't work. We need to try things to learn what we thought we wanted 
and what we actually want, right? This is something that really holds people back is what if I go for this and then I find out that I hate it? This is a huge fear for many people. And the reality is you have to try it to know if it's really what you want and it is completely okay to change your mind. And in order to find out what you really want, you need to try some things. That's the reality. Things might not go according to plan, but for you to find out what you actually want, you need to start trying some things. We need to try things to learn what we're good at. And along the way, opportunities that we never could have predicted will appear through, whether it be through connections that we make, ways that we're impacting people just by showing up as ourselves, things that we try, or things that are totally out of our hands. Opportunities are just going to kind of appear. And if you are only open to your plan, you may not take some of those opportunities that are available to you. So good example, when I first started my business doing systems and ops, people would come to me and ask me to be their coach. And I would say like, no, I, that's not really what I do, sorry. Even though it's all that I was talking about. It's all, all that I was talking about was like, what's really holding you back? How do you go after this dream business that you want? And so people would come to me, ask me to coach them. And I would say, oh, that's not really what I do though right? Because it wasn't part of the plan. It felt really uncomfortable for me to step outside of that plan and do something that I hadn't planned for myself. So you have a dream of what your business could be. And no matter how you get it there, I guarantee you that it will not be a path that you predicted. It's just not the way that reality works. Think about anything that you ever achieved in like your real life, right? So outside of school or a standard job, because those are systems that in self-employment and in business, we are no longer living in. We are no longer constrained by those systems. So think about other things in your life or career changes, right? Or when you changed your like major or when you took this job that you never imagined that you would have taken. Like we can never predict the path that we are going to take to get where we're going. And whatever it is that you have, that you're envisioning for what your dream business is for you, doing that thing that just absolutely lights you up, having it feel great every day and having this big impact, no matter how you get it there, I guarantee you it will not be the way that you plan. And... The idea very well may change and that's okay. Like along the way, your idea of what a dream, what your dream business is might change. You might change your mind and that is totally okay. So if you try to create this perfect plan, right, for how to create your dream business, know that your idea for your dream business might change. You might try something and realize that you don't really like it which means that creating and following, quote, the plan is basically an exercise in futility. The perfect plan does not exist. It is something that we try to create to give ourselves the illusion of certainty or security. We plan to try to prove to ourselves that something is possible, right? I really wanna do this thing, how am I gonna do it? Let me come up with a perfect plan. And until I can come up with that perfect plan, I won't believe that it's possible for me. I'm gonna plan my way into believing. We should not expect ourselves to be able to create a plan to do something that we have never done before. Right? We don't have the, we do not have the experience. We've never done it before. How would we come up with a perfect plan to do it? Thus, we need to abandon plans that we make as we move forward because we're gonna get more information and insight and learn. So we have to abandon our original plans. So this doesn't mean that planning doesn't have a place, right? Because of course, like we want to plan step one, we want to have a general, maybe rough, rough plan for how we're going into things to think about, you know, maybe what we want to do or how we can start toward our goals. But it's worth drawing our attention to the amount of pressure that we put on planning and the pressure that we put on ourselves to follow a plan, even if it starts to feel wrong, even if it starts going in a direction that we don't, we don't want to go in anymore, 
or even if it feels like shit to do the work. We put this pressure on ourselves to follow that plan. We put the pressure, this pressure on our ability to create the perfect plan because we're waiting for that to prove to us that what we want is possible. So how much time have you spent making yourself feel like shit for not executing? What plans have you followed for the sake of, quote, success, even when they've made you miserable? When are you pushing yourself through doing what you think you, quote, should do, even though it is making you miserable? What are you not doing because you don't yet have the perfect plan? So here's the second thing that I want to point out. If you try to create the perfect plan, you will get stuck. So I keep talking about the perfect plan, right? But really what I, what I want to, to draw your attention to is when I talk about this, what I'm really talking about is these circles that we're running around before we feel like we're ready to get started. So here are some things that may be happening in the planning phase if you are convinced that a plan and hard work are what are going to get you to success. That those are the only things that matter to get you to success. Perfectionism, right? Because of the amount of pressure that you are putting on this plan that you're creating for yourself, it needs to be perfect. Otherwise, you are going to immediately see what's wrong with it and take that as a reason to no longer believe that this is possible. Months, years, decades of research. I have been obsessed with the idea of entrepreneurship and starting my own business from the time that I was like 14, 15 years old. I did not start my own business until I was 28. (laughs) I spent a very long time gathering information to be ready. And I have worked with people before and I have talked to many people who will get stuck in this phase for months, years, or decades. Trying to solve for every problem before it even arises. This is the other thing that you might get stuck in. Kind of comes back to perfectionism as well. I need to have an answer for every single possibility before I start. The other thing that might happen, changing your mind and starting over with a new idea over and over and over again. Halfway through the plan, you're like, you know what? Scrap this, I'm actually not going to do this, I'm going to do this other thing. Overthinking everything. Becoming subject to outside influence. You're taking so much time trying to decide if you're ready or not that you are subject to what other people think you should do. And here's something that I want to point out at this point. You might be thinking to yourself, well, I already have the business, so I don't really know what you're talking about because I've already like started. Okay, right. But if you're stuck, what's your next step? This is what I'm talking about. What is your next step? What is the next step for you to take this business further? And are any of these things showing up and holding you back from taking that next step? And if so, which of them can you let go of? So in other words, lots of procrastination and oftentimes losing your spark and talking yourself out of your most brilliant ideas happen in this phase of trying to convince yourself that you're ready and trying to convince yourself that that you have enough to go off of to believe that it's possible. So this is the phase where you will abandon your most genius ideas and the ideas that other people don't really understand. So how often have you had something that you want to go for and you're like, oh God, I just don't even know how to talk to people about this, right? This is the phase where that's going to start to come up. Those ideas that you can't even quite explain yet like, this would be amazing, but like, I can't really put it into words. How do I even move forward without, you know, and then you go into this whole thing of, well, let me just like map out how it's all going to work and let me map out the plan. Ah, you know what? Screw it. And you scrap it. Those ideas may continue to pop up in your mind for years on end. And you will spend steps one and two, (laughs) identifying all the steps and creating the plan. You will spend those steps planning your way out of them over and over and over again? Are there ideas that have come up for you, for your business, for years that you have talked yourself out of by trying to create this perfect plan? 
You may work on them, working on the ideas, meaning planning and strategizing, but you will get stuck. You will stay in that cycle, stumped, and you will not actually pull the trigger on them but you'll call it working on them. So do you see how this is where we tell ourselves that we're working toward these ideas because we're planning and strategizing, but actually we're procrastinating and talking ourselves out of them. How is perfectionism, overthinking, listening to others, holding you back from the business that you want? Are you expecting yourself to land on the non-existent perfect plan? Are you expecting yourself to plan your your way into believing and to plan your way into being able to explain these things to people who maybe just don't get it because they're just not your people? That thing that you want for your business, are you waiting to convince yourself of exactly how it is possible? Are you focusing on the fact that you don't know how? Right? I, I want, I really want this thing, but I just don't know how. And what if not knowing exactly how is actually part of the equation? What if like, because of everything that I've, we've just talked about, part of this is accepting that you might, you just might not know how you just might not have the full picture when you start. What if that's part of the equation? Are you willing to move forward anyway? So here's number three. You believe that your problem is your follow-through, but your follow-through is actually controlled by your beliefs. So let's get into this. Why do we not follow through? Why do we not do the work? Why do we not stick with our ideas? Why is it so hard to get motivated? In my experience, there are a few things that usually underlie this issue. One of them is if you don't believe that what you're working toward will be successful, you might not realize it, but there's like an attitude there underlying everything that you do of like, what's the point? This usually isn't super obvious to you, but if you really ask yourself if you believe that this is going to be a success, if the answer is not yes, it's going to be really hard to get yourself motivated to move forward on it because it's a lot of work. Once you create the plan or do the work, you will have to take scary action. And if you don't believe that it will have a positive result, then you're going to be a lot more comfortable being stuck, right? So what I mean by this is it's going to be really hard to do the work if you know that once the work is done, there's some big scary thing waiting for you on the other side and you feel like that scary thing is just going to leave you rejected or is going to prove to you that this was never going to work all along. So it's easier to stay stuck and to procrastinate on the work because then we never get to the scary part. And the other thing that I want to mention here too, and I don't have a slide on this, but I want to just mention this here. This being unmotivated and feeling like everything is a grind oftentimes also comes up when we are not aligned with the way, the life that we want and our values and the way that we want to feel every day. My coach um, Tiffany Hahn does like two classes just on values and aligning with your values and the way that you want to feel every day is really how you get into that state of flow. And so if you're having a really hard time getting motivated and moving forward on your ideas, chances are there's a little bit of that going on too, where you're really not prioritizing your values and you're not prioritizing, you know, allowing yourself the life that you want and the way that you want to feel each day. So we blame it on the follow through, right? We blame it on not working hard enough. Sometimes it's the fact that we're prioritizing the work before what we truly want. So your beliefs control the way that you show up and follow through, not the other way around. So we think that as we, you know, follow through on things and get these results, then our beliefs are going to kind of change to like reflect the, to be like a real reflection of reality. But actually we have to address our beliefs first because if we don't believe, it's really hard to get motivated to do the work and to follow through. So I'm gonna give you some examples of people who I've worked with. So this is actually an example from a podcast episode that I did 
Um, so I was interviewing or I did a live coaching with Erica and she was saying that, you know, she feels like one of her big blocks is that she feels like she doesn't know enough moving into this new area of her business. And then she was talking about how she had this project that she really wanted to work on. But every time that she would sit down to do it, it was like she was just like, I don't even know where to start. I I have no idea how to even make this happen. And I asked her, like, do you actually not know? And she was like, well, no, I, I mean, I know what steps I need to take. And so her belief that she didn't know enough was literally like showing up in her sitting there staring at a blank screen, telling herself that she didn't know what to do first when she actually knew all the steps and had the entire thing mapped out. And after we had that conversation, she had that project done in like three days. Here's another one. So a client of mine convinced that her people only want business coaching and don't want this other service that she's more interested in, her readings. So she's super convinced that this is all that people want from her. All that anybody wants is business coaching. They don't want the readings. But when we dug into it, we realized that she's offering people business coaching and not offering the readings publicly. So obviously, right, only getting business coaching clients, perpetuating this belief that people only want the business coaching. So do you see how the belief that people only want business coaching, this is a a pretty simple example. The belief that people only want the business coaching means that when she shows up and offers services to people, she's going to offer the business coaching because she believes they're going to say yes to that. Thus, perpetuating the cycle of not having people hire her for her readings. Here's another one. So this belief that it just doesn't seem like this is ever really going to happen resulting in, so this is a client who wanted to pivot out of her accounting business and into um, real estate investing. She was already doing real estate investing, but she wanted to have a blog and she wanted to be doing some, you know, personal, personal finance or real estate investment, like mentoring and consulting. She was writing a blog and had services, had copy for services for the, these me- this mentoring and coaching and consulting work already written up. And this belief that it just does didn't seem like she could ever possibly pivot into that, it just didn't feel like it was ever going to happen, meant that she was hiding that from people. Like literally, like people were showing up and saying to her, I'm really interested in what you're doing. Do you offer like mentoring? And despite having this blog and having the copy already written for the offers, like hiding it for people and not even showing it to them. And it was perpetuated by this belief that she just, it just was never going to happen. She was never just, she was just never going to really pivot into it. Uh, Last one. I think this is the last one. So if I charge what I think I'm worth, nobody will want to work with me. They're not willing to pay that much. So this belief that nobody is going to, nobody is willing to pay what you think that you're worth. This was a client of mine who was kind of have really needed to increase her prices. And the way that this belief shows up, and this is another really simple example, is constantly undervaluing her offers. So like she would get on calls with people and just promise them the world at a really, really low rate. And of course, people would say yes to it. And the fact that the reason why she was doing that is because she felt like nobody would be willing to pay more. And because she was doing that, nobody was paying more, right? Perpetuating this belief. So these are examples of how the things that you believe control your behavior. And they usually cause you to behave in a way that will perpetuate your beliefs. If you think that no one's going to pay you more, you're not going to ask them to pay you more. And no one will ever pay you more. If you think that people will only hire you for business coaching, even though you want to be doing something else, you're going to keep offering business coaching because you think that's the only thing they're going to say yes to, thus only doing business coaching, not doing the other thing that you really want to do. If you think that it's not possible for you to pivot into a different set of work and 
even when people show up asking you for that, you won't even give them the information because you're just like, what's the point? You're never going to be able to pivot into the other set of work. Do you see that? How this, how the beliefs affect your follow through and affect really control your behavior in weird ways, in ways that seem so obvious once they're pointed out, but it's really hard for us to see for ourselves. So let's revisit our favorite model for getting results. So you identify the necessary steps. You do the work according to the plan. You start to get results. And then as you grow, you shift your beliefs in what is possible as a true reflection of reality. This is how we go into things. This is what we're taught. But we know you can't really identify all of the necessary steps from your current perspective because you've never done it before. Successful people allow opportunities to unfold and take unplanned opportunities. Talk to people, look at people's stories who have these big successful businesses and listen to them tell these stories of, yeah, and then this thing happened and I just did it. Even for me, right? How many opportunities was I just passing up because it wasn't really what I expected and it felt kind of out of my league? You need to be willing to take those opportunities. Those opportunities are never going to be part of the plan. So number three, you believe that when you start to do that plan, you're going to start to get results. But what I've actually just shown you is that if you do not have your beliefs in check, you will not actually get those results. And number four, as you grow, you shift your beliefs in what is possible. But now we know that your beliefs actually control your behavior. So you will not grow without first addressing those beliefs, right? Our plan will never convince us that something is possible because the perfect plan doesn't exist, because we're going to get caught in the perfectionism and the overthinking and the trying to have all of the answers, which means... We need to address our beliefs on our own. So some of you might be thinking, I don't really take this approach. That's not really my approach. Good. And also, where are you trying to follow other people's formulas? So maybe you're not trying to come up with the perfect plan for yourself, but you're looking to everybody else to tell you what the perfect plan is. Where are you maybe accepting that you don't have the perspective, but you think that other people can guide you through a perfect plan? I want you to realize that what you are doing has never been done before. This business that you want to create is not anybody else's business. It's yours. Other people might have created a similar business. They are going to tell you how they did it, and they are going to leave out all the shit. They're going to leave out all the shit that they went through to learn all of the lessons. Also, you might not want to live their life and you might not want to deliver things in the same way that they deliver them. And you have a different set of experiences from them and your people are different from their people, which means that what you are doing has never been done before because nobody else has that. Nobody else has your unique gifts. They don't have your experiences. They don't have your exact values. They don't have your purpose. Your path will be different from everyone else's. So this doesn't mean that there isn't room to learn from others, but it means that you always, always, always need to be willing to trust yourself over everyone else. If you are going to make this thing happen, you need to trust yourself over anyone else. That means taking your learnings Whatever you're learning from other people, applying what works for you, and then confidently discarding all of the rest of the bullshit. Anything that people are telling you to do that you know is not getting you closer to what you want, if it's going to get you results for the sake of feeling miserable and burning out, fuck that. So do you trust yourself to do that? Do you trust me when I tell you that you have something that nobody else has and you are capable of creating the business that you dream of? Do you trust me? Are you willing to trust? So if you don't trust me yet, are you willing to trust me? Are you willing to start entertaining this? So let me propose a different process for you. So we know the standard approach, the way that we've been taught to do things doesn't work. And I want to again reiterate, some of you are like, yeah, 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 this is all obvious shit. Okay, but how is it showing up in your business? 
How are your beliefs controlling your behavior and holding you back? Where are you trying to prove to yourself that things are possible? By doing something that probably is not really possible, right? By trying to come up with this perfect kind of roadmap for yourself. So different process. Number one, commit yourself to your values, your purpose, and the life that you want to live including how you want your business to feel on a day-by-day basis. Commit yourself to that. Which means that when people show up and they tell you what to do and it goes against your values and it doesn't feel aligned with your purpose and it feels like it's going to feel like shit day to day, not for you. Commit yourself to that. Number two, address your beliefs and your mindset. So what beliefs or stories are holding you back from committing yourself to those things in number one. So for example, a common one, making money is hard. If you believe that making money is hard, it's going to be really hard for you to accept the idea that you can have what you want. You can have the business that you want and make the money that you want and also commit yourself to the day-to-day life that you want to live. So where are you abandoning your values, your purpose, or the life that you want to live because you don't believe that it is possible for you to have all of that and have the business that you want. Whatever beliefs are holding you back from that, those are the things that you need to address. Number three, lean into what makes you different, your unique experiences, what you can do unlike anyone else, the ways that your perspective is different. Lean into that. Don't try to make yourself more marketable or more strategic by letting go of who you really are. Your people need you to lean into that. That is how you create a business that is a true, full expression of who you really are and the purpose that you want to have. And four, make genuine connections with the people who need your help by showing up authentically and wholeheartedly. So, you know, the content strategies, all that stuff. Okay, fine, if it feels good for you. But what I want you to think about is how can you start making genuine connections with the people who need you most right now? And that might mean reaching out to them, but it also might mean just showing up as the full version of yourself and letting people see it and letting people self-select on who are your people and who aren't. When you start showing up that way, I promise you, I have experienced this time and time again. When I show up as the most authentic and wholehearted version of myself, people come out of the woodwork that I have never even, I didn't even know that they existed. And all of a sudden they're in my DMs. They're sending me inquiries to work with me because they heard one thing that I said. And they're just like, oh my God, that just spoke to everything that I feel. And the fifth step in this new process that I want to propose for you, trust yourself to take the next right step. Trust that opportunities will unfold and commit yourself to taking them. What opportunities are you open to taking? And are you willing to take the next step in your business, maybe not knowing where it's going to lead, but just trusting that, you know, the opportunities are going to unfold and, and when they do, you will do the scary thing and you'll take them. The key element here is trust. So not trusting that this is possible for you is basically you shutting the door on your dream business, on the possibility of your dream business. If you're like, no, 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 that's not going to work for me. It's not possible for me to just like have the life that I want and show up as the most authentic version of myself and still make money. There's no way. Okay. You just said that it's not possible for you to have your dream business. So just know that. Right. Just know that like if you aren't willing to trust in that, you are closing the door on any possibility that this is going to happen. If you do not believe, you will continue to try to strategize or work your way into believing and you will remain stuck in planning mode and never actually take the leaps of faith that are required for you to do things that you've never done before. Doing things that you've never done before will always be scary. You will not go after and take the big business opportunities or connections or whatever that arise along the way. You will not leave any room for that winding path that will allow you to learn and evolve and grow and take opportunities that you never could have predicted. You need to leave room for that winding path. There's no right way to get where you're going. There's just your way. 
And the faster that you can accept that that is going to be a zigzag, unpredictable kind of path with ups and downs, the faster you're going to get there. If you accept this process, here are some things to accept, to expect, I'm sorry. You may go after ideas that other people do not get. Are you willing to do that, right? You might go after ideas that like other people just don't understand that might be kind of hard to explain to people. You willing to do it anyway? Because your people really need those ideas. But other people in your life might show up and not understand it. So that's one thing to expect. You'll take opportunities that will make you want to barf. <laughs> Doing things that you've never done before will always be scary. Taking opportunities that feel like they're out of your league will always be scary. And guess what up-leveling is? It's basically you taking a step that you've never taken before. So it's going to be scary. You might get rejected, but you will handle it like a champ because you will know, you will trust that this is a zigzagging, winding, ups and downs kind of path where you're learning along the way. And so when something doesn't work, it's all right. It's just another step. And I want to point out to you here, right? This, this is a big fear that holds people back. Taking the next right step could very well lead to you getting rejected. Are you willing to get rejected for the sake of what's on the other side, for the sake of the next step, for the sake of the possibility of not getting rejected, right? Are you willing? You will get comfortable taking action before you think that you're ready. If you accept this and you start practicing this. And your people will start showing up because you're going to be you. You're going to be learning way faster. You're going to be taking opportunities that arise and people are going to see you doing that and they're just going to be drawn to what you're doing and they're going to start showing up. You will start making traction now, not after you've spun out for another six months. You will let go of the idea of the perfect plan, thus letting go of not all procrastination and perfectionism. Let's be real. That's always going to be there a little bit. And this is a practice, right? So we, we work toward it, but these things will still show up and we have to remind ourselves all the time. I still struggle with this stuff. But the procrastination and perfectionism that comes along with that, trying to create the perfect way to get there, clinging to the formula, wanting to have the perfect way to get there and the perfect formula and the perfect step-by-step -step process and the, and the checklist and all of the procrastination and perfectionism that comes along with that. You'll also let go of the illusion that your planning and strategizing is actually getting you closer to what you want because it's not, right? It is procrastination. Sorry. You'll let go of the need to wait any longer. And this will free you up to trust yourself to take the next step. The, step, the steps that up until this point, you've been too scared to take for whatever reason. Letting go of that shit is going to free you up to taking those steps. The ones that you've told yourself you're not ready for. Or you've counted out because you don't believe that this is going to work out for you. So you've counted out these opportunities. You've counted yourself out. You've thought, oh, I really love to do that. I would really love to pitch myself to that person. I'd really love to start offering this service. I'd really love to invest in that thing. But you've counted yourself out before you even get out of the gate because you're just like, yeah, but it's just not going to work out for me anyway. Right? And again, we're not consciously doing this. This is somewhere deep in there. So you might not realize that you're doing it, but if you're really honest with yourself and you start to reflect on this, is this showing up for you? It's going to free you up to take those steps that are aligned with who you really are, what you really want, and what you actually want to be known for, the impact that you actually want to have, what you really want to say to your people. Those are the only steps. Those are the, that is the only way that is going to allow you to create a business that is a full, authentic expression of you. That allows you the life that you want. Not some standard for success that somebody else has told you what success looks like. The steps, the work, the next opportunity, all of it is going to just become obvious and feel a lot easier when you accept this process. When you start taking the next step, 
the next step will kind of just start to appear. You let go of a lot of friction when you just accept that, you know, we have to just move forward with that next right thing and we're never going to have it fully figured out in our businesses. And the next right thing will start to kind of become a lot more obvious when you can eliminate a lot of those beliefs that are keeping you stuck. So here's the hard part is that you will not build your dream business by doing this one time. You will build it by practicing this again and again and again and remaining in this process. So you might be somebody who has a pattern of like doing one scary thing, like taking that one big step forward and you get these big results and it's all great. And then you get stuck again and you backslide, right? For those of you who that happens to, what beliefs do you have about that? Do you believe that that's always going to be the way that it is? Do you believe that every time that you move forward, you're just going to take two steps back? Is that controlling the way that you're showing up? Right? But the reality is that we this is a practice. We need to always remain in this process in our businesses. Up-leveling is about always pushing yourself to that next thing. So here are some ways, here are some questions that you can ask yourself. So this is not a checklist, but these are questions that you can ask yourself to kind of get closer to how you can start to put this into action right now. So here are the questions. First of all, what do you know you want? So you might be really focused on the fact that you don't know what you want. It's fine. But also, what do you know you want? What are a couple of things that you do know? And it could be as simple as like, I don't want to work eight hours a day. I want to make more money off of this one service that I'm asking for right now. I want to run a group program. I don't want to just do one-on-one. I don't want to create this thing anymore that I've been doing like over and over again that people seem to like. I'm doing it because I think that it's what they want, but like, I don't really, that's not what I want anymore. So what are the small things that you do know that you want? Let's not focus on, on the fact that you don't know what you want. Let's focus on what you do know, however small. Nope, I went backwards. What are you currently doing that you know will not get you there? So those things that you know that you want, those small things that you know that you want, whatever those things are, what are you currently doing that's like in opposition to those things? And why? Why are you doing them? What do you really want to be known for? What impact do you really want to have? Where are you holding yourself back from that? So for me, right, this is the stuff that I wanted to talk about from day one. I wanted to talk about how to create your dream business from day one. And I told myself that I couldn't, I couldn't talk about that stuff because the strategizing and stuff wasn't working for me. And my experience and my training and my certifications meant that I was a process improvement and project management expert. So I wasn't allowed to talk about this stuff. And it was holding me back because of those stories that I was telling myself. Where are you holding yourself back from the impact that you actually want to have? What you actually want to offer? Where are you subbing in other people's judgment for your own? Where are you looking to other people to tell you what to do and ignoring what you know is best for you? And by the way, if you're asking people for their opinion and they're giving it to you, it's not their fault, right? I've had to be really, really conscious of not asking people for their opinions, people who I really, really respect when I know the answer, because it's me actively denying my own knowing and actively not trusting myself, right? So where are you not trusting yourself and you're subbing in other people's judgment? What microscopic step can you take today toward having the impact that you really want to have through your business? tiny, tiny step. What can you do? Where can you let go of the need to have everything figured out, to have all of the answers before you take that step? What will that free you up to do? If you can let go of the idea that you're going to have the full picture, if you can let go of the idea that like getting rejected if you try something is going to like mean something about you, if you can let go of those beliefs 
that this isn't possible for you, what is that going to free you up to do? If you were to apply what we talked about in this training, what would that free you up for? Whatever that is, I want to invite you to go ahead and do that. So if you watched this and you're like, holy crap, I don't even know where to go from here. (laughs) Go back, really work your way through some of those questions and see what comes up for you. And maybe the first step on your path to to doing this is that this is maybe going to be the first time that you do practice trusting yourself over anybody else. You do practice going for for maybe a new business idea that you um, can't really fully explain yet. Or that you do, you know, pitch yourself to somebody who you think is like way out of your league. Or that you do just like show up, send an email and ask someone to hire you who you've been wanting to work with, right? What what would you be freed up to do if you let go of all of that shit that's holding you back? What came up for you in this training today that you're like, this is what I really want to do and I just am having such a hard time getting going on it. And if you want to go further down this path, then I have an opportunity coming up. You're going to hear about it. It's going to be in your inbox if you signed up for this training to work with me on this, to talk about how we can start to better, you know, align ourselves with what we really want, how we can step into what we really want to offer, the impact that we really want to have, how we can start to change these strategies to actually work for us, how we can start to show up more authentically for our people, apply to our business and creating our dream business. And the thing that I want you to remember is that, like I said, this is not a You just do the things and you're done. This is a practice and it's an ongoing thing. So I want to talk about what you can start to do to bring into your business and into the way that you're approaching your business to continuously be able to push yourself past that next edge and to continuously allow yourself to see what the next thing is for you and trust yourself so that you can go to your next level and that you can free yourself up, let go of this shit and take that next step that is right for you and up level your business.